Hello and welcome to this GCP short produced in partnership with the state of Vermont and focusing once again on an active captive in the domicile. Over the next 10 minutes, we will be joined by Christine Brown, now Vermont's Director of Captive Insurance, as well as Jonathan Seymour and Marty Butler, both of Marsh and McLennan Agency. Our three experts discuss the formation and operation of AssureCap Indemnity, a cell company serving senior care clients. They discuss the application and formation process for cell captives, what need the captive strategy is servicing, and how it supports insureds. Marty, perhaps uh, be a good place to begin by explaining a bit about Assurance's background, position within MMA, and, and how you became to be such specialists in the senior care and, and living space. Yeah, sure. So in 2020, Assurance Agency became the Midwest region of Marsh McLennan Agencies, which is a wholly owned uh, entity of Marsh McLennan Companies. And I started the senior living practice 29 years ago, actually, at Assurance agency and my team has a focus on all things senior living so the entire spectrum of the continuum of care for senior living the senior living industry has a lot of unique risk nuances and over the years we've built a service platform that has a keen focus on risk management and claims management Cool. And so at what point then did uh, and why did you think to establish a cell company and, and what problem were you, were you looking to solve for your clients? Well, I guess it was in 2017, I saw signs of the professional liability insurance market starting to collapse, uh, I guess is a rough word, but yeah. that's the way I saw it. And I guess to put it in perspective, over a couple of years, we saw over 20 traditional insurance carriers exit the PLGL marketplace. So I engaged the help of a well-known and respected captive consultant, Michael McGlaris of Michael McGlaris and Company. And he assisted us in setting up a GLPL captive specific for our senior living clients. And through Mike's assistance and guidance, the AssureCap Captive was formed and launched in January of 2018. At the time, some of our senior living organizations were being faced with actually going bare and and specifically on the general professional liability coverage. So the captive was and continues to be just a great solution for our clients and prospects. Fantastic. Thank you, Marty. So Jonathan, you've, you've actually got a, a long background in captives yourself as well. So when it came to the domicile decision, why, why did Vermont make sense, do you think, for this captive? Well, not to state the obvious, but obviously Vermont is the premier domicile within the U.S. and we really didn't have an interest in evaluating offshore. Uh, we just knew that the regulatory environment was super responsive and friendly, um, have expertise or has expertise in long term and in healthcare. And we're fortunate to hold license 1100 and uh, we're uh, proud to have that uh, stamp of approval and um you know, it continues to be a successful, you know, relationship with Vermont and uh, our clients are extremely happy. Yeah, I, d I wasn't aware actually, but this was, this was licensed uh, 1100 as well. So another another great milestone for Vermont yes. uh, at the time, I seem to remember. So Christine, we know cell companies are increasingly popular now across the market segments and, and for quite different use cases, this being one of them. As a regulator, is the approval and, and licensing process very 
different for cell captives compared to traditional single parent companies or single parent captives, sorry? You know, we we actually have a an application form that we developed because cell companies were um, there was so much interest in cell companies and we saw so much growth. We figured that the application, you know, having a form that somebody can follow would be easiest. And it does mirror in a lot of respects our application to form a, a just a regular pure type or group type captive. Um, it is streamlined a little bit and we ask different questions, um, but the process generally is very similar um, initially anyway in the in you know with the first one yeah certainly and, yeah. We'll, and we'll come on to the, the individual sales as well uh, a bit later so uh, Jonathan what is the the benefit to the insureds then in participating in, in their own sale program and, and how do you still take advantage of the the commercial market for, for reinsurance or additional layers of coverage well yeah I mean it all comes down to control right um, and given the the challenging marketplace that they live in they now have the control to minimize their overall risk spend and um, risk management program, right? Um, they're not going to minimize the risk management program, but enhance it. And as it relates to the cell company versus a pure single parent, uh, really ease of use. The market is so volatile that we need a structure that's responsive and can be up and running very quickly. So really more timing and deal flow being able to react when necessary uh, was the mindset of the cell company versus just, you know, uh, educating our clients and consulting them on licensing a pure single parent you know they're segregated no one cell shares any assets or liabilities and they're protected from each other uh, so we've got great partners and it just ends up being a great solution uh, and marty will talk a little bit more as it relates to the overall bundled solution that AssureCap speaks for from a risk management standpoint but one of the things that our clients actually do is takes a little bit of a different approach to reinsurance and uh, leveraging the commercial market and that uh, less limit is better um, it creates a better negotiating tactic with plaintiff counsel where um, there isn't as big of a, a stack of money to go after. And so they use it as leverage and actually go bare as it relates to any excess insurance uh, because they use it to their advantage to try and negotiate uh, with plaintiff's counsels to reduce the overall claim cost. Yeah, really interesting. So on the on the um, risk management side of things, Marty, how, how big a role does risk management and mitigation play in making these programs a success? And, and how do you provide support uh, on, on the risk mitigation and risk management? Sure. So we really view risk management and claims management as the cornerstones to the success of AssureCap and, and the captive. We have made significant investments, uh, which include 12 employed nurses with specific senior care experience. With the inherent staffing challenges in the industry, we've taken a clinical boots on the ground approach to risk management. And in 2020, we started our own TPA or third party administrator, which specializes in claim management for uh, senior living general professional liability claims. Um, and the TPA employs attorneys and claims managers with specific uh, senior care backgrounds. So there's really a collaborative approach between risk and claims management. Um, we focus heavily on the customer service component, which we feel is missing sometimes in this industry and have found that to be um, a very good approach because happy families tend to have um, you know less issues or, or you can overcome some of the things that maybe happen within a location. And then we also use data as really a, a key element 
government to track trends in an effort to mitigate incidents from turning into claims. Fantastic. So sounds like a really successful program. Um, in terms of bringing it up to date, Jonathan, how many active sales do you have today? And, and what is the scale of, of uh, Assure Cap indemnity? Yeah, so uh, great question. And we're fortunate to have eight active sales currently today. Uh, and I'm sure Christine will be happy to hear that. Uh, while at the conference, we got word the ninth cell will be <laughs> likely forming in the next couple months. So we're very excited about that uh, to bring a, a new client onto the Assure Cap journey. Uh, as far as scale, um, Assure cap as a whole has roughly 85 million in asset, uh, but we write about 30 million in premium on an annualized basis between uh, the eight different providers. And obviously that number is going to grow continuously as we look to expand uh, and license new cells. So as breaking news, there's another sale on the way uh, for Vermont, Christine. Once a cell company has been licensed then and formed, as we discussed before, how hands-on do you have to be as a, as a regulator when each additional sale is being added? You know, is it a simple business plan change like you might have of a pure captive or, or what information do you need to, to see and how it's how its performance is going to be monitored sure I hate to you say that it depends but it, it, it really does depend because we see such variability in the uses of cell programs that said Marty and Jonathan and team do an amazing job with risk management and um, you know just the the overall program that in their case it doesn't take very long at all so you know m the corporate documents the participation agreement all of that stuff is already ironed out so that doesn't really change much um, and it makes my job a lot easier. The business plan is very similar um, between cells, so and we know who we're dealing with. So in this case, it's a very pretty quick and easy review. We just have to make sure that we get all the pieces in order. In other cases, sometimes, as you know, cells will look like little pure captives, and even in a, within a facility, they're very different. Mm. Um, and in those cases, it can take a little longer. As ever with Vermont, I think it's always just good to hear that you do treat things on a, a kind of a case-by-case -case basis there's not one strict one-size-fits-all approach to how everything must be done and you guys are obviously really in tune with the captors you have in the state so we've covered some some quite varied types of captors on the global captive podcast with the state of vermont over the past few years christine is this another example of just how kind of widespread the use of captives have become and are continuing to, to grow and and the, and the types the varied types of captives you have operating in the state yeah i i think this is a, a great example of a use of captives when there was a need in the market and um, captives were the perfect solution and we're seeing that now with other emerging risks like cybersecurity and climate related risk and um, you know the industry is just so interesting and we're always learning so yes this is a perfect example of, of you know how captives can fit into the big picture of risk management. Well, thank you to Christine, Marty and Jonathan for a really great case study on a cell captive in Vermont. And it does seem like a really valuable product being provided in the senior living sector. For more information on the state of Vermont and its captive contacts and regulations, please do visit their friend of the podcast page on globalcaptivepodcast.com. In the meantime, stay safe, stay well and see you next time, captives. Captives.